Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had a great weekend with friends and family. And thanks for kicking off another week with us here on the show. It's another Mike and Scott show today, and we are spending five good minutes on a bunch of Disney topics provided by our chat room as we recorded live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. During the show, we took five minutes to talk about, well, club-level rooms, which resorts have the best club-level rooms, and what do you need to think of when it comes to booking club-level or just a regular hotel room. We also talk about some of the best locations for all-you-can-eat options around Walt Disney World. We discuss that. We also discuss mini golf at Walt Disney World. We talk about winter Summerland courses. We talk about Fantasia Gardens and actually also when you can mini golf for free with your vacation package at Walt Disney World. We also talk about Fantasmic dining packages and places to eat over at Disney's Hollywood Studios with that package to have a great meal and get the best uh, bang for your buck and many other topics coming your way on today's show. As always, today's podcast is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs for no additional cost to you. Just swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast. You make all these shows possible and we could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support the podcast, we'd love to have you. Please come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,298 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Got to spend some time with friends and family and maybe, even maybe, your favorite baseball team won a game or two over the weekend. <laughs> I'm not saying mine did, because who knows, it's a rough season, but you know, there's always hope. Today, we're going to have some fun. No trip report this week. We had another cancellation, but that's okay because it's busy season, graduations and such, people, you know, getting diplomas, and that's just how things happen. But have no fear. We're having fun on a Monday because joining us, he's trying to catch up to my streak. We're going three in a row. Your friend and mine, freshly returned from the UP, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, Scotty G. Hashtag Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. Happy to be here again. You know, so, sometimes I get that call from me. I, I don't even have to look. I know what it is. Like, depending on the time of day. I, yeah, you, you make the signal, basically. I'm like, oh, trip report canceled. Mike needs me. Got to step up to the plate or the mound in this case, right? It's not. Yeah, because you're calling them the pitch. The the relief pitcher was the symbol you gave. So, yeah. yeah. So Alrighty. I'm coming up to the mound. Ready to throw some heat and uh, get at this uh, this topic that we're talking today. Not a trip report, but it's going to be a lot of fun today, I think. Actually, this one for baseball fans, you're kind of the opener because this one was predetermined because we were getting ahead of things. As we record this one, we're recording this one early because of the, which has already happened by now, obviously a few days ago, the 2024 package release. 
I'm clearing the decks so that I can be hard at work, not have to work because normally record the Monday shows on Wednesday evenings. Well, Wednesday was the big day for the pod uh, for the for the uh, 2024 package release. So I'm making sure I got Wednesday night free Thursday. I've cleared the rest of the week. So we're getting this one done early. Call my buddy Scott. We're going to have a good time recording this one. So it's out there ready to go. And I like I, I got to be honest. I love this topic. I love these shows. You and I, obviously, when we get together, every podcast, we always talk sports. Somehow we sneak it in to a Disney podcast. In one of the shows, again, this is the Disney brand. It's ESPN. It's one of their companies. PTI, pardon the interruption. It's been running on ESPN for ages and ages where they discuss just a whole bunch of sports topics within a 30-minute show. But one of the segments they do within the show is either three or five good minutes, and they just hit a bunch of topics real quick, and it's timed. And that's what we're going to do today. We've done this on the podcast in the past. It's been a few months since we've hit this. But we have some suggestions in our live chat. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch right now. And we're going to talk five good minutes on topics that some of our listeners have thrown in here. And we have some topics ourselves, but we thought we'd start off with what the chat room has given us. So chat room you can throw some more in here and we'll go with these but lister katie is here on facebook and i got the timer ready to go and i'll hit that once we finish this uh she says i'd love to hear you talk about the after hours ticketed events at hollywood studios and the upcoming epcot ones worth the money versus adding a park day all right five minutes go now all right scott start us off you are an after hours event fan. So Hollywood studios and Epcot, let's talk about those and versus adding the park day to your ticket. Yeah. So I have not participated in a Hollywood studios or Epcot after hours. So I'm going to kind of base this on my experiences that I've had at magic kingdom. And I would say like, I always find value in these, you know, I think it's, I think for magic kingdom in particular, like you can toss out a park day and do one of these after hours events and get as much done as you would on a full day really that's how lowered the crowds are the atmosphere is great so you can spend more time at the pool and relaxing maybe taking a little nap so that you have full energy for that nighttime event now my thought i don't know what you think about this mike but with epcot i don't and it's this is a fairly new for their after hours i don't know if they have world showcase open which to me is a huge part of visiting epcot is going through the pavilions in the World Showcase and trying all the food and those experiences there, talking to cast members and such. So I'm not 100% sure if that's open during after hours, which is why I would say, like, I don't know if it's worth it for Epcot to do that. I mean, the rides would be great, but I don't think you get the full Epcot experience. Yeah, that's one of those things. You're right. That's a good point. They would have things in, in World Showcase open like Ratatouille. They would have uh, Frozen Ever After. You know, they would have the big attractions, the headliners open back there. But you're right. World Showcase is more than just the attractions. It's the experience going in and, you know, seeing the inside of the uh, the Mexico Pavilion, for example, or, you know, even Reflections of China. You know, getting that wouldn't probably be. I, I don't know. I've never done. I've never done the after hours events. Now, here's one thing I would say to consider as well when it comes to the argument of adding a park ticket, a day to your park tickets versus an after hours event ticket. A couple things. First of all, it's going to matter. Do you have a three day ticket or do you have a eight day ticket? Because if you have an eight day ticket, adding the, the ninth day to your ticket is minimal. You're talking probably five bucks a ticket, maybe six or seven bucks so that you can get a full day in the parks for maybe six or seven bucks a person at that point. Now, if it's like your third going to the fourth day, 
you're talking probably 50 bucks a person. So that is a huge difference depending on how long your Magic Your Way tickets currently are. So you got to look at that. Also, the other thing to think about is the after hours events, the time of year. And, and I don't know if she said what time of the year she did not, but she said upcoming. And so maybe it's a summer. Obviously, it's going to be a lot more comfortable because the after hour events are late at night and it's going to be nice. You know, you're not going to be in the heat. You're going to be in the cooler, obviously, evening. You're going to be super efficient with low crowds, treats, you know, bottled waters, sodas, ice cream bars. And it's going to feel really like an exclusive event because, Scott, I know you've been to these. And a lot of times when you go to these, you know, late at night, I'll be getting these these text messages with, you know, look at my haul of Mickey bars and soda, you know, like Diet Cokes and stuff like that. And I mean, you know, it's a way to treat yourself. You probably wouldn't do it more than once a vacation, but, you know, you work hard all year and this is your Disney vacation. If you're thinking about it, I say give it a try once and just see what you think. For sure. And I would highly recommend Hollywood Studios because. Like, I think that that park sets up really nice. I know it's smaller and like there's been we've heard some nightmare stories about some of those villain events, right? Where the, the crowd was the park was just so crowded, like they oversold it. But one thing with these that I've noticed, knock on wood at the Magic Kingdom is like they really don't oversell these events. Like it's really priced up high. So I think they really want the guests to have a great experience, you know, talk about it on a podcast or social media. So I think they do a really good job of, of pricing it and selling it so that you know you get your i mean you're spending you're spending a lot of money but you're getting a good values worth and i think that'd be really great at hollywood studios because a lot of those attractions are really like e-ticket hard to get on during the day where you'll find a lot of time savings doing that uh during this event okay so we got feedback we got one minute left on this one we got about 50 seconds she says she's going in july and she's got two park days thinking about adding a third day or the party so again that's going to be the party's going to be more expensive, but the third day on your tickets is going to be quite expensive as well. And you're going to get a lot for the party ticket. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get treats. You're going to get lower crowds, but the, you're going to get a full day for the ticket. Remember that you're going to get all day from 8 a.m. till 10 p.m. So this is one of those things. Do you want to go for the exclusive feel for a shorter amount of time, comfortable temperatures or all day where you can jump, go early, take a break during the day, go back at night. You really can't go wrong, but I mean, the cost wise, I think you're looking for exclusivity versus a full day experience with the crowds. Wouldn't you agree? Yep. And I say, if Katie's staying on site, enjoy the resort, enjoy your resort pool, spend some time there, relax and do the hard ticket event, at the studios. That's my answer. Don't go for the, don't go for the extra part day. Enjoy your resort and do the, do the late night event. All right. Did you hear the beeps? I think I heard. The I beeps. didn't hear the beeps. Okay. Well, I hey, okay. I didn't know if you could hear that or not, but we got the beeps there from uh, the, the timer. So we are up on that one. So thanks, Katie. And we have another question here or a topic from homesteading with the Herberts tuned in live on YouTube. Actually, they say, which would you do for a phantasmic dining package? Hollywood and vine or brown derby? All right. So we started the clock. And I'll start this one off, Hollywood and Vine or Brown Derby. So obviously you're looking at, this is actually two different, you know, very different experiences. Hollywood and Vine is not super popular. I mean, I'm just trying to say that nicely. A lot of people, I mean, I never even hear about Hollywood and Vine. When you said Hollywood and Vine, I had to reflect on it for a second. Like, when was the last time I heard of Hollywood and Vine? Last time I was at Hollywood, just a quick story here, because this is an easy one and we got five minutes to talk about it. The last time I was at Hollywood and Vine, Anybody remember the character Handy Manny? 
Oh yeah, that was yes. the last time I was in and Hollywood. The little Einsteins Einsteins yeah, in the little in the little Einsteins. It was a character breakfast in there with those characters, and Mallory was about yay big. <laughs> she was, you know, she's a varsity cheerleader now, and I'm teaching her to drive. So yeah. it's it's been a minute since I've been in there. Um, I've seen all sorts of characters there because I've I did the Disney Junior. I was there over Marathon weekend, so I saw like because what they do now is like it's Minnie Mouse and yep. like this kind of like seasonal dining and theming. But I was there once. To my knowledge, Mike, this is like the only Star Wars weekend they did this. But they brought like Darth Goofy, like lightsaber, like Jedi Mickey, which like, they it was should amazing. do all the time. It was un- unreal. It would be so popular. I know they would be like. Cause that was before, like I really had like a, any followers, you know, it was before I met you or the podcast or anything. And I was just tweeting it. And like, even that was like blowing up and like, like I had like 10 followers, you know, like everyone was going nuts for those star Wars characters that, and that would be, not to go on a tangent, but that would be such an easy thing to do, man. Oh, I wish I they would bring that back. Cause you know, those, those uh, characters are backstage somewhere anyway. So <laughs> And so Hollywood and Vine, obviously, signature dining, upscale meals, really good food. I mean, the food is going to be way better over at Hollywood or over at Brown Derby. It's got a, you know, more classy feel to it. Signature dining. I mean, Scott, you've eaten there. I've never eaten it. I've eaten at Hollywood and Vine, but just the buffet, the character meal. I've never been to Brown Derby. And I Again, it's because it's a signature meal, but it doesn't have like a doesn't have a hook for me. You know, it's not like it's a. There's no show to it. There's no, it's just a nice restaurant, which for some reason it hasn't ever gotten me in. So what would you say? I mean, it's not my favorite signature. I go to like, I like to go to all the signatures and I would say it's in my bottom half for sure. But the atmosphere is super cool in there. Like you got the, the neon lights outside as you walk in, you got that old classic, like Southern California feel. And I got two words for you though, Mike. And I don't know if this is necessarily your scene, but you got, Cobb salad. I've heard that. Which is an awesome entree. Um, and it's not, it's fairly like inexpensive too. And I know the rule is like you really shouldn't customize the Cobb salad. There's blue cheese on it. Blue cheese is not necessarily for everyone. I like blue cheese personally, but when my wife orders it, she gets it without the blue cheese and it's still one of her favorite things to get at the Hollywood studios. So for me, you know me, I love my signature dining. I love my character breakfast or meals too, but for for you know for fantastic you know you want to set the mood right you want to have a nice meal i'm going to go to the brown derby as my pick for the fantastic dining package but it wouldn't actually be my choice out of all the hollywood studios it's my choice between these two i would go with the brown derby what would you go overall mike i would well, brown derby out of these choices i would do brown derby out of these two out of the all the choices i'd probably do mama melrose yeah, I like I, I, I like I Mama Melrose. I don't know I, it, it's like a hidden gem, you know. And I never yeah. think about it, but I love Mama Melrose when I yeah. think about it. I like that restaurant. I'm doing I'm doing Mama Melrose as well for the um for the the day we get down there for the podcast cruise on June 30th. We're gonna do a fantastic dining package at Mama Melrose. You know why? Like, and like I have some steak friends that agree with this. They actually have a good steak at Mama Melrose. Like you wouldn't ever think that, but they actually do. Um, so I think you get good value there going to Mama Melrose, but. Brown Derby though is 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 a really good place to go to. I mean, great great meals, great cocktails too. If you're into cocktails, they got the grapefruit drink, uh, the martini. So definitely, I'm I'm 100 in on the Brown Derby for this pick. Yep, and our chat room agrees. Rhonda up in Nova Scotia, she went with Brown Derby, so you got that. And Wade also said, "Go Brown Derby, Cobb salad, bread, grapefruit cake." 
I mean, that's what oh, you always yeah. hear about. Those yeah, are like yeah. that's like the 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 meal you get when you're at Brown Derby, the Cobb salad, and you got to yeah. get the grapefruit cake. I don't know what the the entree to go. Well, I guess is the Cobb salad an entree? I think it yeah, is. It's yeah, like a big yeah. Meal, it's a right? it's huge. Yeah, it's I, a I big, have seen that, it. Yeah, it's gigantic, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's very filling. So definitely, that's, that's your entree. All right, let's go. So we got ten seconds left. So that reset that. Okay, next is Andrea, and she says. How about five good minutes on all you care to enjoy dining? You've come to the right place at Walt Disney World. We are at Liberty Tree and Woody's Backyard Barbecue this weekend. So this topic is on my mind. All right. So we're going to start that. All you care to eat dining around Walt Disney World. They're going to Liberty Tree and Woody's Backyard Barbecue. I still haven't been to Woody's. We talk about this on an upcoming episode. Well, actually, we talk about this on a past episode. You heard us rant about the stolen pencils. Who steals these pencils? They're gigantic thieves. I mean, creative thieves. Creative Can't believe thieves. it. Gosh, people, we can't have nice things because, I mean, seriously, you had to work hard to steal something. It honestly big. lasted longer than I thought it would. Though. I can't believe it. I, but I mean, like, I, it's sad, I, right? I know. But I mean, I thought of the mechanics of the whole thing, right? I mean, I, I too would think that it wouldn't last. But I'm like, but then again. You know, like if it was ladders, like, I mean, you're, how do you physically steal a ladder? I mean, they're big, right? But it was a big pencil. Anyway, that's what we're talking about. Andrea, I hear about that. So they're going to Liberty Tree. We love Liberty Tree, both of us. We had a great meal during COVID there. We have a great Sandy. Our, and Sandy, friend, one yeah. of our great server friends is there. Um, that's a great place. Never been to Backyard Barbecue. What, give another place that you like that is all you care to eat, if you had to pick one. So my go-to, this is for like, all meals you know because like i would say like because you could call it specific meals like i love Topolino's terrace even though that's they're kind of cutting back on the all you care to eat it's more like you pick an entree now which is a bummer but i have an adr for us on our last day of the podcast cruise vacation and that's at the magic kingdom the crystal palace yes is my go-to for sure and i have a little trick that you know mike i like to book that that last breakfast or maybe like maybe like a 10 30 10 45 breakfast so I can get my omelet, I can fill up on my Mickey waffles and all that. And then they start breaking down the stations and it's lunchtime. So I make it a brunch. I call it my Crystal Palace brunch. That is number one for me. I just love something about that. I love the atmosphere. Like I love the view of the castle and everything, the characters. It's just a fun meal and the food is really good. I love the food quality there. No, I agree. That's actually Mallory's absolute favorite. So when you book that, Mallory was like, woohoo. She was super excited for that. I got a victory with the 15 year old. Yes. You cannot make her happier than crystal palace and she, with food, it's a, it's a trip with her, man. I'm telling you, I know. seriously, <laughs> it's a, it's a battle. Um, it's just my whole family picky. It, I'll eat anything. Like, I mean, I eat the same things over and over, but I mean, it, well, I'll, I'll try anything, not them. Uh, it's a battle anyway. So for me, I got two places that I like that are all you care to eat. Both of them are though family style. Um, one is Ohana, but I'm talking the breakfast. I like the breakfast there. Now I know the dinner is super popular and it's good. Don't get me wrong. But when I eat the dinner there, one, it's like super expensive. It's like excessively expensive to me because I just don't think there's no way you can eat even close to that value. It's tasty, but like, I don't have any kind of like portion control that when I leave there, I am in absolute pain. I am just like, dude, just take me to the hospital. I'm in so much pain. So I, it's like, it's terrible. It's a bad experience. So the breakfast though is really good. I love the breakfast and I like that trick with any of the magic kingdom resort breakfasts. I don't go to chef Mickey's anymore. Cause it's too expensive too. Like, it's just, it's insane. Crazy. 
So I go over to the Ohana breakfast, but I'll go to the, I'll rope drop the Magic Kingdom and schedule a breakfast at Ohana for like, say, 10 o'clock. So we'll eat like a Pop-Tart early in the morning, like at 7.30, go to the Magic Kingdom, ride all the rides, hop out, have a breakfast at like 10 o'clock, and then you don't have to have lunch. You know, then you, you're good till dinner. So it, it works out well that way. You're hungry and it, it works great. The other one I'll say you can do this also is the land, and this is coming back here soon in June, um, over at uh, Garden Grill. They have great family-style food. It's just, you know, it's not super fancy food i mean it's kind of just like you're you know just your basic food but god it's tasty especially yeah, the breakfast too that, those so are two of my favorites anything else you want to throw in we got a minute i mean left. andrea's got liberty tree she's already got that ready to go and like queued up so ask for sandy she is awesome and that is like i love that i love that type of food like i talk about this all the time like you know elizabeth was born on thanksgiving day so thanksgiving food is huge in our family and like we love going to liberty tree for that but my honorable mention as since you gave two for number two, I go Cape May Cafe, like at oh, the beach club for yeah. breakfast. I love that breakfast there. Now they do dinner; it's a little bit different, right? I mean, you got the crab legs, which had they did they get, did I hear they got rid of like the unlimited crab legs at Cape May? Do you I, know? I they might. I think I did read something about it. I know yeah. here at St. Louis, like at the casinos, people fight over them. Like there's oh battles, God. dude. I don't know. Like I mean, St. Louis, insane, there's fights yeah. over stupid stuff here all the time. People, I mean, it's a dangerous place, but. People like go to jail over like crab legs and stuff at our casinos. People travel for it. So on, at one of our <laughs> local casinos, like, and like it's usually like on Sunday is like crab leg day. Like it'll be like a three or four hour wait, and then people just go gamble. And then like I'll be talking to someone, they're like, "Yeah, I came all the way from like wherever. <laughs> like I came from Ohio to like have the crab legs here. Like it's crazy how people will travel for those things. I don't get it. Um, my friend Jake wants me to try it really badly though, because I'm curious. Like. I would love to try it. I'm, I'm explore. I'll try any kind of food. I yeah, need to same. get on the crab legs, but I don't know if they have them anymore. We'll have to do some research or someone in the chat can confirm for yeah, us. Let too. us know because yeah, I I've had crab legs. They're good. They're a lot. They're a lot of work though. Like there's a few, there's, there's some foods, especially seafoods that are just a ton of work, right? You hardly yeah. get any meat. Like, you're battling the thing. It gets all over you. You need a shower and like, you got, you know, two bites. We got the answer too, Mike. Boom. We got the answer on the crab legs. I'll pay by they're the extra. Pound. So they're not included like in your buffet price. You have to pay by the pound, which makes sense because it is expensive. Like I know but, our buddy, our friend Moose would go there, man. He would get his money's worth on crab legs. And that's what a lot of people do. Dude, so. if that's smart though, to pay by the pound, right? Cause you're probably paying for like the shell and everything. And you're only eating like the little bitty piece of meat in the inside. That's a scam right there, man. If I've ever seen one, Holy cow. The breakfast, the breakfast though is a really good. All you care to, to eat meal. All right. Real quick. Cause it, we're, our five minutes was up like a minute ago, but oh, we have, see, I, no, hear, okay. I don't hear the dingers. That's okay. Cause know. we were rolling there. Uh, you couldn't stop that one. So we got a couple good votes here. Uh, let's see. Corinne on Facebook says votes for whispering Canyon. That's another great vote. Solid. Mindy, who is actually tuned in live from Disney's Hollywood studios right now on Facebook. Uh, uh, Roundup rodeo was fantastic. We loved it. All the courses were tasty and the biscuits we're better than Red Lobster. Oh, my gosh. You and, heard it here. And she's from St. Louis, so that, that says something, because we love biscuits from Red Lobster around this part of the country. Uh, Diane also gives a little love to Garden Grill, and Rhonda Lee backs up with uh, Little Liberty Tree Tavern. Okay, so uh, da -da 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 -da, we got another topic here, I think. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to go in order here. Let's see. Catherine's got one. When I go over the top of it, it disappears. Here we go. And reset. I love the show. It's fun. She says, hey, guys, I'd love to have you talk about the mini golf at Disney. Best golf course. Is it free? Now, 
started the clock and you are so lucky, Catherine, you came to the correct place because you are talking to one of the mini golf experts of Walt Disney World, if we've ever had one, because he hosted the BOGP Open earlier. Well, this I would year. say she's in good company too, because you have the course record at one of the just, um, one of the mini golf courses. I, I had a day. I mean, it was just one of those days, man. I was in the zone. I was, I, I mean, dude, in the zone. So, but do you want to talk about the free? Because you could talk about the packages. Do they still do that? They do. Well, I don't know. Twenty twenty four packages to oh, be determined, true. right? Because yeah. again, we're recording this about eight hours at this point before the release. Uh, not that I'm counting down or anything, um, but typically they will have inclusions. They're called magical extras. If you book a package, and what a package is is obviously a room and tickets. The way you know if you have a package, just. I like to throw this in because like when I was a Disney fan and, you know, when I was kind of starting off, I didn't know, like people talked about room onlys and packages. I'm like, it's all the same thing. It's not. Here's the basic thing. If you have 12 digits in your confirmation number, you have a room only reservation. That's simple. It's just basically a hotel room. If you have eight digits in your confirmation number, you have a package. That means you have your tickets and room together combined package. Wouldn't you think the package would have 12 because it's bigger? It's uh, more? Dude, no, it's Disney. A- you want things to make sense? You're crazy. Right. I've, I've given up on that. You're, I, I used to think like you. Yeah. <laughs> I've she learned does not say, to. She says that she has a package. Okay, good. For, okay, for good. Because I can't keep up. I'm, I'm yabbing, yabbing. Anyway, so we haven't talked about mini golf yet. So magical extras, yes, you do get a free round of mini golf, but it's before 4 p.m. That's the thing is they make you be out there early in the morning or during the heat of the day. Obviously, it's to generate business during the non-popular times of the day because the courses get busy after 4 p.m. when people leave the the uh, the uh, theme parks. Okay, so Scott, let's talk about it. You got Fantasia Gardens and Winter Summerland. Winter Summerland over by Blizzard Beach, Fantasia Gardens over by the Swan and the Dolphin. So I have a clear favorite. It's Fantasia Gardens for me. Um, and I like both courses. So Fantasia Gardens has two courses. So you have like your kind of like your traditional mini golf where, you know, the holes are kind of fun. There's some weird obstacles. It's greatly themed to the movie Fantasia. Like each hole has like a description of like a quote from the movie and you hear music and all that. It's a fun course. That's the good family friendly course. I like the fairways course because I play a lot of golf. So it's more like a, like an actual like putting dream on a golf course. The holes are super long. There's sand that you got to watch out for. There's rough. There's fairway. Like it, it's it's really cool. Um, but if you don't have, if you're just trying to have like a family fun time, definitely stay away from the gardens course. But yes. the Fantasia course is a lot of fun, and it, it's and it's fairly convenient to get to. You know, if you're around the Epcot area, you know, or if you're leaving a park take a bus to the Swan and Dolphin on your way back. And then you can walk to the course pretty easy from there. See, and I like, I like Fantasia gardens, uh, but my favorite is winter Summerland. And I, again, winter Summerland and Fantasia gardens are very similar. They're kind of like your putt putt courses, right? They're the gimmicky, you know, hit the ball through the obstacles, except for that. What's the other one called with the real holes? What did you say it was called? Uh, I just call it the fairways course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that is what it's actually called. Do do not play that one. Unless you're like a real golfer. I've never played it, but those holes are super long and it would be like, if you're just somebody that's out there for fun, I don't think you would have fun playing that. Like it just looks extremely hard. Like, especially with kids, kids would be like, I'm out. Cause there's, cause you're not bouncing the ball off anything or, you know, that's, that's what putt putt's about. I do like winter Summerland, and I like to play, especially in the heat of the summer. I like to play the winter side 
Because like if you're down there in July, it's kind of fun to play the winter side. And because during the whole 18 holes, obviously the, the course is based on winter. So you got like Christmas carols playing, you got snowmen. There's some little secret treats where it'll cool you off if you do the right things. Um, but it's just fun. It's the juxtap juxtaposition of the whole, you know, it's been a hundred degrees. You spent the day in the animal kingdom and now you're listening to the beach boys playing little yeah. St. Nick. It's and awesome. I it's fun. Yeah. I love that. So it, it's hard to pick a favorite there. And th that is fun. And I would say <clears throat> those courses are a lot easier too. Like that's where you got your course record. And there's certain holes where like, it's almost impossible to not get a hole in one. Yes. <laughs> I would say <laughs> <laughs> that's actually the challenge. Can you shoot a high score at some of those courses? But they are a lot of fun and like the transportation is good too right because you can take a bus to like animal kingdom slash blizzard beach so that kind of works in your favor too if you're don't have a car or anything because these can be a little bit more challenging to get to but um one other thing too because she asked about the price being free for those that are annual pass holders and dvc members they also offer as of this time 15 percent off on your green fees too which is a nice little perk as well and Catherine, so the five minutes just went up as she follows up real quick. My husband and I play a lot of golf, but we're taking our two-year-old with us churning three the week they go. Don't so, play the gardens. Don't play the fan, the fairways course for I sure. I mean, if you're going without, if you're golfers and you're going without your child, yes, you probably could hand, have a good time with that because you're golfers. But yeah, your little, you know, your two-year-old is going to have a, you know, because the thing is like they make it just like Scott said, they can just whack the ball and, and have a good time, you know, and just chase it down and it'll... It's like Scott said, some of the holes will kind of funnel its way towards the cup and everybody has a good time. So it is fun. Who who won our, our open? I forgot. Was it Dave Lawrence? Dave Lawrence. That's right. It was Dave. I forgot. And I that. took second place. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. But that Dave was, did awesome. That was a great. And then there's controversy of who took last. Marlessa officially did. But from what I hear, Debbie Stevens may have had a higher score. Either way, we had a blast. If you want to see more of the course, though, um, is it? Was it Catherine? Yeah. Search, go out to YouTube and search like BOGP mini golf. You'll find like a recap video of this outing that we had there. So you see some more visuals of the course. It was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. And more importantly, we raised money for Give Kids the World, which was awesome. Right. Yep. Okay. Vera Mike's got a question. Now this one, we're going to reset the clock here, but we don't have a lot of experience with this one. But again, we have a lot of folks tuned in over all of our social platforms as we record live. So here we go. We are staying club level at Animal Kingdom Lodge in two weeks. What is the best club level in your opinion? So have you ever stayed club level, Scott? I have not. So, and I'll say some of my reasonings for why I haven't. Uh, I'm very intrigued by club level. I would love to do it. But most of the time when I'm staying deluxe, it's um, which is where most of the club level is. I Coronado has a club level. It I does. Believe, and and yeah. Pam Forster says it is awesome. She's a I was going to say that I hear, I hear that yeah. that one's like the best, <laughs> Yeah, but um, it's because I'm, I'm usually saying DVC. So, and there are like some categories I think you can do like club level with your DVC points, but I just, it's just a, too many points for me. So I, I like to just use my points for Disney um, vacation club, for like deluxe rooms, and then I'll pay cash for the non room. So I have not done this experience. But I, Mike, you just kind of stole from me. I was going to say, though, I hear Coronado Springs is like one of the best places for club level. And obviously, you know, what's kind of strange, obviously, Coronado is a moderate. So it was kind of the new thing to bring club level to a moderate resort. But of course, it is in the Grand Destino Tower, which is kind of that hybrid. Because when you're in the tower, you don't really feel like you're in a moderate resort. You really do kind of feel like you're in a deluxe resort. Um, but Pam Forrester stayed, she stayed in it quite a few times at this point. Like, I think she only stays club level at Coronado when she's there now because she likes it so much. 
and she raves about it. So Coronado is really high on the list of, of places to go for club level rooms. I've only stayed one night in a club level room. It was years and years ago. Again, Mallory was, you know, yay high to a grasshopper. And it was because our annual passes had run out at, at the end of our trip. And we had one night left at Disney. And so we had a day without tickets at the very end. And so I added one night at Beach Club, club level, for the last night of our trip since we didn't have tickets. And we stayed and we just, I mean, the thing was, it was a splurge, right? It was it was just something we did and it was fun. Did we need it? No, but man, I tried to eat my way through that club level lounge with all the, at night they had little desserts and, you know, I didn't drink at the time. It's like they had beers and wine and right. I didn't do any of that, but I ate so many desserts and Mallory ate so much like, um, taffy off the guy's desk like the concierge guy i mean it was it was fun to be up there but it, you know what i would say is obviously i would do club level if you're not focused on the theme parks if you're gonna be focused on theme parks it's kind of a waste because you're not going to take advantage of a lot of the perks like this would be something if you're gonna be celebrating like an anniversary and you want to you know spend some time at the resort do club level if it's an anniversary trip if it's a honeymoon that'd be a good perk but if you're somebody that's rope dropping and staying in the park until after happily ever after i wouldn't suggest it for that you know so that's but i've the ones and i did tour the i, I toured the contemporaries club level and they actually have two different club level options of contemporary which is interesting and they were both super nice i saw them in february and they looked super nice and kind of sleepers you don't talk about that much atrium club level was the one i liked the best so and one, one other perk i mean you're talking about like the food in there and that that could help you like when you're talking about like saving, like, like the cost costs more, right. To stay club level, but there's great perks there, but you could also do like your breakfast there, you know, like just grab some small bites before you head out to the parks that saves you on a meal right there. You snack at lunch. So if you take advantage of using those amenities, like it, it could offset some of those costs that you'd be spending throughout the rest of the day. That's why I'm kind of curious about club level in a way too, to try it out. Yeah. And that is, you know, that was kind of the thing, even, I would say like 10 years ago, this was really a conversation that you saw on all the like V bulletin message boards was, you know, people were almost running like calculators as, okay, right. if instead of going to, like you say, uh, you wouldn't obviously compare this to say like an Ohana breakfast, but if instead of going to, you know, some counter service breakfast, I'm trying to think of like a counter service breakfast place. I can't even think of like a kind of Contempo Cafe. Contempo Cafe. That's good. That's a good, good comparison. Instead of going to Contempo Cafe for the family and dropping a hundred bucks for breakfast, you know, if the club level room costs two hundred bucks extra per night, you know, we do we do the breakfast and then we get desserts at night. We have a couple of beers, you know, wine throughout the day. Okay, so then yeah. as long as you're taking, and then you get the better room, obviously the room's in a great location. A lot of times it's the best part of the hotel. So yeah, then it makes, you're exactly right. It makes sense. But again, it's like the dining plan. If you take advantage of all the entitlements, you you can come out ahead. It'll work for you. But the way Disney wins is when you, when you just, you purchase it, but you don't take advantage of what you pay for. So don't let Disney win. That's the, well, I, I like mean, the game, it, it's but. not even a win loss. <laughs> know, know, know. It's one of those things though, that I just, you know, it's like when you're paying for something, I want you to get full value out of what you pay for. I'm just, I think, you know, you and I are kind of the same, like we're, we're like really Midwestern people. And I think I'm even more than you. Like, I just, I hate to see anything go to waste. You know, I'm that way with food. I'm that way with just like in my classroom, I was that way with supplies, right? My kids would like be throwing away like big old scraps of paper. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, put that in a pile. Let's clean it up. 
we're going to, the thing is like on the last day of school about recycle bin, but it was like, we could use that someday, you know, like don't waste it, you know? And like when people walk away, that's the dining plans back. And this is going to be in the back of my head again, because it's been gone for the last few years. Like if somebody drives off property and they don't use their dining credits, that's going to drive me nuts. Know. You know, it's like, cause those are like non, like those things just disappear. Like you've just poof, your money just poof. So use them. Use I think them. we just did good 10 minutes on we did. club level for two guys that never stay club level. We tried, Gotta love that. we tried, we tried. And somehow we brought it back to the classroom. We did. That's what we do as teachers. Okay, so Diane says uh, she's heard beach club level is very good. Vera Mike says he has been at Coronado, and it's amazing. He said Wilderness Lodge is also very heard, nice. And I know the question was about Animal Kingdom Lodge, and I've heard really good things about I have, that one. Yes, too, I have heard. Honest. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. So I think, I think Mike's going to be in good hands there. I think so, too. All right, so we have about... Speaking of five good minutes, we have about five good minutes left in the show. So, Scott, I know you wrote down a couple. So, do you have a good one to kind of wrap up five good minutes of the podcast? I don't have a really good one. If you have a, if you have a solid one, I mean, I, I have a couple. Well, let's go with yours because I really don't have anything at this point. I've been trying to manage the chat here. Okay. Well, since we are both staying at the Grand Floridian after the cruise, let's spend five good minutes just talking about the Grand Floridian. Like, what are we looking forward to staying at the Grand Floridian? All right. Let me hit this. So. Here's the thing. I'm I'm just really looking forward to just being able to because the thing was I'm only staying there because I got a really good deal on an annual pass discount. Let's be honest. Like, and it's still super expensive. Don't get me wrong. Like, I can't believe I'm staying there, but I'm doing this for a variety of reasons. One, my wife had a had an extremely hard year teaching, and this is going to be kind of a perk for her. And it's also kind of our anniversary right before this. It's it's kind of a culmination of things. I never get to see Paige. She's going to be with us. So she'll be there. Pa you know, Mallory's had a freshman year, you know. So I'm, I'm trying to spoil my girls a little bit because we just don't get the... We used to go like three or four times a year. You know, like you still get to go with your family a little bit more than I do. Like I never get to go to Walt Disney World with my family anymore. And so instead of staying at Pop Century, we're, and we're only going to be there three nights. So I, I splurged and we're staying at the Grand Floridian. So we're going to do that. I've never stayed in a monorail resort, so that'll be fun to be able to just ride a monorail over to the Magic Kingdom or walk. And we'll probably take the monorail because we're going to be fancy. And just oh, yeah. to be there. And we got a we got a um, Lagoon View room because that was the that was the cheapest one that was available with the AP. So, I mean, to be able to look out and see the the castle and stuff and see the lagoon. Oh, it's awesome. Kidding? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so this is for me what I'm looking forward to for a couple of reasons. So those rooms. Right. So the Grand Floridian is like that one resort on the list that I haven't stayed at. And I mean, there's a couple of reasons why, right? It's, it's expensive. Like you were saying, it's like the flagship resort. Um, sometimes it's hard to get the, I'm a DVC member. Sometimes it's hard to get DVC points there and, you know, to find a reservation within my window. But now that they're like changing those rooms around, it's really like attractive to me because the rooms just kind of look dated to me. And that's another reason why I was like, well, if I spend all that money, like I want the rooms to be really nice and they kind of look, you know, not as, flashy as the contemporary the you know the polynesians got the moana rooms like those are really nice now that they have the new rooms like sign me up like i'm so excited for it so we're actually doing post and pre-cruise at the grand floridian we're going to do the original dvc portion of the resort so we'll get to see those rooms knock out that dvc area but now they've expanded dvc to like some other outer buildings which will be those new rooms so i'm excited to see those and most importantly I've ate at the Grand Floridian so many times in our koozies, you know, 
the Grand Floridian Cafe, 1900 Park Fair. I've walked those grounds so many times. I am so excited to just like be walking those grounds and saying like, yeah, my hotel room's over there. Let me yeah. go change it to my swimsuit and go into this pool and just relax for a while. Like just being in that atmosphere is going to be so awesome to me. I'm going to feel kind of bougie, but it's going to be great. Yeah. And I mean, I've stayed there one night for a media event way back when Toy Story opened. Like they put us up there for one night and I just remember it was a, it was a theme park view room and I was, but I was there by myself and I just remember like, you know, it was one of those things that I, I remember I looked out because it had like, because, you know, those rooms have balcony. You know, I'm I'm still like a pop century guy, right? I just talked about my Midwestern roots and I hate to waste things. I hate to pay extra money. And so they put me up at the Grand Floridian. And I was telling Pam Forrester, I'm like, Pam, dude, I'm a, she's like, I know I'm here too. Like I'm in another room. I'm, I, and I, she, you know, she had stayed there like a hundred times. Like I had never had, I'm like, dude, there's a robe in the room, Pam. She's like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's like slippers. She's like, I, I know. Um, but I, I was like, so I slept the entire night with the, the whole balcony, like the, the drapes open so I could see the castle, like it was going to go away. But I kept calling Pam with like FaceTime and everybody. I'm like, look at this room, but they weren't there. You know, like it was, I was yeah. there for the toy story thing and I didn't have anybody to share it with. And so what I'm excited for is like for them to be able to see, because this is that commercial that you see on tv like you know they'll show pop century on be some stormtroopers walking to that lot exactly <laughs> you know what i'm saying the little mermaid better be swimming in that pool that's all i gotta say because that's what you see in the commercial like they'll show like a pop century or like a riverside like in a glance you know like a boat going down the sasagula or but i mean you know you always see like you said like right now the campaign you see the polynesian you see goofy you see all that's walking on the docks and i get it you know that's you that's the aspirational disney vacation but yeah. for a few days after after 25 years, we're going to get three days to be able to be, you know, right there where the monorail swooping by us. I, I can't wait. And you like I said, restaurants and stuff like that. I love that. I know. And I know like you're only doing park tickets during that time. So you're obviously going to want to yeah. go to the parks. But like, man, I'm going to just I'll go to the parks, too. But I'm going to just want to soak up that time at the Grand Floridian because it's that last resort I haven't done. Like, I feel like I saved the best for last. Well, we know Oki West is the best. Let's be it real, is. But I love still, it. like, I'm just so excited for it. It's going to be great. It is. And I mean, let's be honest. I booked it because I knew you were staying there and I want to <laughs> hang out with you guys. Cause like, you yeah. know, we hardly get to see each other this time. We get to hang out together. And I thought Pam Forrester was there too, but she's not there. She's speaking old Key West. That's where she's hanging. Yeah. So. She'll be there for the first half. So I'll have all of you guys yeah. while we're staying there. Yeah. But I mean, we'll have the cruise. We're going to be cruising. We're going to be cruising. Less than the a crew month. is going to be cruising. Less than a month. So it is going to be fun. And Deanna in the live chat is looking forward to her Lagoon View stay at Grand Floridian. She says, we started to go to Disney 10 years ago and we're scraping pennies together to stay at Shades of Green. Staying at Grand Floridian will be our we made it moment. I think that's it, right? I mean, I it's. It. Yep. I think a lot of us and, you know, there's so many of us in this Disney community that, you know, staying at a deluxe resort is still aspirational, right? I mean, it's not something you can do every trip. I, you know, I'll go when I go down for marathon weekend again, that'll be my next trip in January after this one. I'm back at Pop Century and I'm totally fine with that. I have no problem with Pop Century. It, I love that resort. But for three nights, you know, I've worked hard this year and, and so has my wife and the girls I never get to see. So we're going to do it and it's going to be fun. We're going to. I mean, just look out though. Instagram is gonna be full of bougie pictures. You telling you, dude? Can you can you imagine our pictures? We're gonna be at the Grand Floridian. Man. I think I need to up my captain's hat. I wore it. Um, Mine's dirty. It's right there. I wore. I have to I, get a new. I one. wore it Sunday night with Marlesser for her succession finale, and I was making old fashions, and I was doing my cruise check in, and like I found like holes in it and stuff. I was like, dang, I need to call Steve and like 
ask them like, Hey, let's get a, let's get a re up on these, you know? Yeah. Cause they need to be matching. Right. Do they, yeah. I mean, somebody needs, we should probably, we should get together. Cause mine is, I, I, was, I pulled mine out too. Mine's kind of dirty. Yeah. I was thinking maybe I, I should talk one. to Steve. Like, Hey, you need a new one too. I'll just order three of us. Yeah, I think, I think that needs to happen. Cause I was thinking the yeah. exact same, cause I'm looking at mine right now and yeah. it's dirty. And I was thinking, do I wash it or will it fall apart? And there's a rule. You cannot go on a cruise without without captain's hat. No, I, I mean, at least so. for me. I mean, I don't can't. forget your don't forget your Pittsburgh jersey too. By the yeah. way, your shirt. Yeah, like if they if they see me at baggage, like checking in or through security, and they're like, hey, we don't see a captain's hat, we can't let you on, Scotty G. That's I mean, that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> that's right. We don't uh, want that to happen. No, we do not want that to happen. Indiana says we stayed in Pop Farthest building in the '90s just to stay humble. <laughs> that's exactly right. It keeps you keeps you remembering your roots. Can't forget. You gotta stay by the big inline skate out in the nineties. That's how it works. All right. Well, Hey, hope you enjoyed today's show. Five good minutes turned into probably seven and a half minutes of all kinds of talk, but we just want to give you something to think about here on a Monday, some Disney talk, and we'll be back again on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. You have a question. You want to get it in for the show, get it in real quick. It's Mike at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Don't forget our show is brought to you by the magic for less travel. You know, the site, the magic for less.com. Just drop in. Fill out that free no obligation quote form. And if you mention the Be Our Guest podcast, whether you're headed to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney, if you mention the show, I'll be working with you. So just fill out as much information as you have and we'll take it from there. No cost to you. And I love building those relationships. So let's do it this week. Themagicforless.com. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. One extra click supports everything we do throughout the season, throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who support everything we do. That means so much to us. You allow us to keep putting the show out. Lots of bandwidth, lots of hosting costs with, you know, we have not hundreds of shows. We have a couple thousands of shows. So that really does support everything we do. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. This past week, we talked about project graduation, the post graduation, uh, big bashes that we had at Hazelwood Central. So that's what we talked about here. If you want to get in on that, come over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media. He's at Epscott. He's a great follow. Give him a follow Twitter and Instagram. I'm at be our guest. Mike would love to talk to you this week as well. And of course, Sunday night, you can call in and be a part of the show video or on the phone. And we'd love to talk to you. Any Disney topic is on the table Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central. Join us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Twitch. We'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. All right. So until Wednesday, we're going to jump out of here. You guys take care of each other. We'll, uh, we'll be back. So stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.